Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips for sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit down, boot, trip for your boom. Two days until our fucking show, so buy your tickets. Got on stage. <laughs> We're taking over Baker Street on Valentine's, aka Galentine's weekend, Friday and Saturday. There's more tickets for Friday. Come on, it's in two days. Get your plans together, girls. And that's actual V Day. Yes. V stands for Vulva now because we're taking over Valentine's <laughs> and we're changing it. And we are just one load of our Vulva listeners. <laughs> and if you have penises, you can also come as well. Or in between. Any genitalia is welcome. All yes. that matters is you have ticket so go on Ticketmaster search for it to get your tickets 26 euro bargain.com by the way way bargain cheaper than any valentine's date you're gonna have yeah and way more fun way literally more fun. way more fun it's gonna be so much high energy you'll see all over the social media and you'll be feeling like a fucking loser sitting at home watching it last show for a while girls dick. that's last- not fun is it <laughs> Last show for a while. We won't be doing Vicar Street for a good old while. No. So if you missed out in the last one and you had a bit of FOMO, get your tickets. Yeah, true. get on it. Last one. Then we're having a Justin Bieber break. Yeah, we are on a major break. We have a creative energy break. Yeah, might go we might even dabble into a little bit of drug addiction. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows but this is your chance we're in a good headspace now so this is your chance <laughs> yeah it's on the edge 2020 is chaotic the breakdown might come so you know catch us while you can this week on it gals we have one of our most requested guests joining us <laughs> very can you hear that little flirty giggle <laughs> the little flirty giggle to my left i mean i'm excited because this is the first time in years that i've met someone off in the internet irl off the internet who is like my internet friend we I- love I'm so nervous. You're not. Feel my pulse. (laughs) Oh, she's pulsing, baby. Are you nervous? Why are you nervous, nervous, baby? I don't know. Well, we did just get a coffee, so we'll we'll put it down to the caffeine. Everyone gets a little bit nervous at the start. You're not like. Do all your guests get nervous? They do. Most of them don't say that they're nervous, but we can. Okay. The first three minutes, uh, they get nervous and they forget. But that is one thing that we love about Miss Ruth: her vulnerability. She's the only guest to announce live on air. Was transparent with your nerves. (laughs) Usually, we just kind of see our guests shaking in the corner. I can't hide it. Like my mouth and everything. I'm like, no, you're coming across not nervous. But obviously, your nervousness comes across in this giddy, cute little vibe, which is part of your infectious personality may I say thank you gals so we oh my goodness you're like the more Higgins if more Higgins kept the personality when she came yes. out of the villa sorry I actually loved when people were saying I looked like her you do you do, you do totally a the bit. doll face it's the it's eyes a, it's, no, she's much much more sharp 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll take that. You have big. You, I always think you look like Roz's little sister. That's I'll how I take that. That's it how I true. think of you. There's pictures of you that have gone up, and I'm like, spits of Roz, and I see yeah. Roz liked it, and it's like Roz is also there saying spit to me. Yeah, <laughs> I like that because it looks like me. I do that. Yeah, they're um, they're my mom's eyes, so they're my dad's oh. shape and my mom's eyeball, which oh. is like a, a bluey gray green. It's done. Um, thank you perfectly matches your dress thank you go on but anyway yeah I was going to wear my leather blazer and be uniform but uh, I didn't and Lindsay wore hers I know damn that would have been very crafty podcast cancelled yeah, yeah to collect my I leather blazer from the chaza <laughs> I should have sent her little arse back on the dart get the fuck out of Malahide um, yeah. but we discovered you I think I was trying to think today this morning how I found you I think you tagged us on something on Instagram and I this is how literally shallow I am I was like she's so pretty <laughs> so I went on and followed you I like as pretty Instagram girls. is I like pretty girls but then um, I became obsessed with your Instagram thank you I love your Instagram and yeah. we, as you know we called you Dublin Dublin's Carrie Bradshaw yeah that was amazing which is true it is true which is though true. if you think I don't know about we've been trying to be that and then you just came home from <laughs> New York no in fairness it is true because all I do talk about is dating yeah and I lay thirst traps. So there you go. But I also think Modern it's kind Harry of your Bradshaw. poetic little, like, you're not as maybe raw as, like, Jenny and I talk about dating, but as in, like, yeah. such a raw way. You yeah. do it in a kind of flirty, Carrie Bradshaw, poetic little way, you know? <laughs> well, I study journalism, so I do okay. have a love for, like, writing yeah. and, like, deep, meaningful sentences and we're going to be talking so. about that girls if you're interested in Ruth's take on dating and sex and all the rest that is going up on X girls this week but yes this week on X girls we thought this would be the perfect opportunity yeah. to talk about the move like emigration in general I guess it doesn't yeah. have to be specific to New York because I think it's something that's happening with the the youth of today a lot of people are moving and it's always something kind of in Irish culture too I think the people a lot of the time after college they move abroad and then it's happened forever and I think the forever. most interesting part <clears throat> is the moving back I think that's yeah. like a something that you and I have both done and yeah. Lindsay has always talked about she's always like they always come back they always come they back, always come back. <laughs> first of all I just can't yeah. believe you do the, your podcast people know that you were in New York oh, oh god honey. Yeah. oh they know they're like what episode did you say that on I think I've just I've you've, you've peppered it in I've peppered it into a lot <laughs> because it was a huge part of my uh, well first of all it was, the, it was the last time that I was like single for an extended period mm. okay. and it was obviously like such a big kind of turning point in your life when you yeah. do it because it was like up until then I'd just been in college which yeah. is still yeah. very much like your life is planned out for you yeah. you know what to do you get up in the morning you yeah. go to college and that's it and then when I, I spoke about it in a recent episode of X-Girls like moving to New York was kind of the first like adult decision I made yeah. that then led into like living a more adult life so I yeah. guess I just have a lot of stories from there yeah, yeah. So for me, I, very similar to you, I finished my master's, I worked in Dublin for a year and I literally was so bored, like Mm. I felt so unstimulated, like there was nothing I was doing that was actually like getting me going. And what year was this when you finished your master's? So that was 2015 years ago. 15 or so. And where did you go to college? So I went to Griffith College Cork and then CIT. Okay. Um, Studied PR master's, journalism undergrad. Worked in Dublin for a year, broke up with my boyfriend of four years. A classic move. Oh yeah. my God, 
two years ago this month. No way. Isn't that crazy? I've been single for two years. Oh, fun. And before that, I haven't been single since I was 14. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's dive into that on X Gals. Okay. Yeah, That's because I read so... your a little bit of your recent pod. Yeah. Or your uh, blog. <laughs> Sorry, blog, pod, blog. I can't keep up. But, and you blog. said. <laughs> a blog. <laughs> um, and you said that you started off like kind of young in the yeah. dating scheme and stuff like that. So yeah. that kind of as well. I think when you have big relationships, they obviously, unless you both together choose to emigrate, yeah. which happens, yeah. you kind of, it pulls you back to your yeah. home. And- 100%. Um, so yeah, I broke up with, we broke up and then I was, that was two years ago. And then my friend that I was working with in my internship was like, I'm going to New York with my best friend. And I literally was like, this is the perfect opportunity for yeah. me to just go and get scared again and just like experience life. Yeah. So that was it. I just booked my visa, got the visa, and went in August 2018. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so it was nice. like it was like a perfect narrative from finishing an internship and then going to New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was because it kind best. of geared you up for the internship life. If you'd had one here, and yeah, stuff. it does. But the only thing is, New York will eat you up and spit you back out especially um if you're going over there to work in corporate yeah so i with the with the j1 visa that you get you have to get a job within the field of your study so i had to get a job in pr um or journalism so basically it took me this isn't even funny this was actually very character building time three months to get a job over there. me too three months and so what do you be doing for the three months crying you're crying but you're also uh working in a bar babysitting like do all your odd jobs Mm. so like what that was something i think you know to kind of start talking about that is interesting because i think a lot of people when they they decide and it is a bit of a pain in the ass like getting the visa you know, like you've just upfront a fucking shitload of money. It's oh not just God. paying for the visa. You have to book your flights through this company. It ends up costing you like four grand before and you guys, fucking go anywhere. And guys, we had to pay six months rent upfront. Wow. Six That's months six rent. Six months. At 1,200 a pop. <gasps> That's Holy crazy. Shit. So That's not funny. Like. A lot of people talk about, you know, when... Like they, that's a big question that I get a lot is like the whole job thing. And yeah. like you do, um, you, well, I remember when I moved to New York, like I did it very much as well for like a career move. When I came yeah. out of college, it was like the recession was still going on. There was no fucking jobs in 2012. Like, yeah. I mean, it, I was working in retail at the time. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Again. And it was just dead. And, um, so when I went there, I was like, right, I'm going to go there to actually get some work experience. But it's so lonely when you go there first because you think like, I'm going to move over there. I had some friends who had moved over kind of that year, mm-hmm. like a few months before me. You think you're going to be like out all the time with all your New York friends. Mm-hmm. They're all working their asses off. Yeah. So you go there and you're kind of like alone. And you would yeah. assume as well with like the biggest city in the world that there would be jobs going left, right and centre. There is, but the competition It's, it's the competition. Like the best, if you think about it, the best people in every industry go to New York for experience. Mm. And so therefore... That's like, what you're up against. You're up against that. Um, and I was so used to like applying for a job and hearing back the next day for an interview. And yeah. this one, it's like you're sending off a hundred CVs and it's like... There's some, of the, some of the cover letters I was sending off, I was actually doing it blindly. They weren't even making sense. Yeah. I was like, no wonder I'm not getting a call back. But to go back to, I didn't actually go over to New York for career experience. Mm-hmm. I really just wanted like self-exploration. And I think I got caught up when I was, when I landed because the rest of the girls I was with were very much like, no, I need to get, you know, I need to get the, the career experience. And it is so very like sucked that into that. Mm. Um, and then I got the job 
and I hated it. Mm. I remember seeing this, I think, on your I friend Tara's vlog. Yeah. I think you were like, you finally got your job and you were like, I hate it. So well, talk I, us through that. Yeah. So what was okay, the job? So I was working for a PR agency, um, beauty PR agency, which I was like, this is perfect. It's like my dream job. You know, it's everything I know. I'm a beauty junkie. Um, and it turned out like I was just working like 14 hour days. I was doing largely admin work which is like writing 30 page run of shows like oh my god like for a creative person sitting at a desk Mm. right like it's academic that's what it was Mm. I just hated it um and I was so so sad and my parents were getting paid or no oh yeah getting paid nice money at least you were getting paid the money that you earn over there by the way is through the roof it is but the cost of living like I remember I was talking to a girl that I knew she moved from New York to Dublin she worked in an an agency with me and I was kind of like I was like why'd you move to Dublin basically I was like it's so random for someone Mm. who's like doing really well in like ad agencies in New York to move to Dublin I'm like so random she was like I love Ireland but she was like also you know she said and I really resonate with this she was like, you know, when you're in New York, like you can be making like $50,000 a year. And she's like, and you are spending every cent of that fucking uh, paycheck. And she was like, but when your money goes up, you kind of automatically elevate your lifestyle. Yeah. So like the minute you get a better job, that's like say 75 grand a year, yeah. you're getting a better apartment, but then your rent is going to yeah. go up by like another like a grand probably. So, so she, they spend instead of she saving. Was like a fa- she was on $100,000 a year and she was like, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, mm. the work-life balance I, yeah. is non-existent. Yeah, and it just it it reminds me of like what Ireland could have been like in the eighty no the Celtic Tiger. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but like work, 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 work your ass off, then everybody's out absolutely drowning. I think it's what their, it's like now. Do you think? Yes, definitely. I think Ireland has only come into yeah. careerism now. I think in the Celtic Tiger, it was just about money, yeah. but like it wasn't really. That was all kind of built on like credit card loans but now it's like careerism careerism is a new thing where people are like I'm married to my job with the likes of Google and Twitter and yeah, all well. this and people just don't fucking leave would you guys ever jobs. work there hell no oh no no well probably there's a few babes if I was single <laughs> yeah. if I was single that's a perfect place like and I do like that you get your food there yeah I mean I I'm, True. I hate cooking and so, yeah I probably would Cult I definitely wouldn't yeah. Would you not? Because they want you, the reason they get your food and all that is because they don't want you to leave. It's like, it freaks me out. Yeah. Don't but I mean, there are still choices. Like say with that girl that you were talking about, like she got a bigger, you didn't, she didn't have to get the bigger apartment or live the yeah. lifestyle. And yes, we're always yeah. consistently, yeah. no matter what country you live in or wage you go for, if yeah. you are in the career kind of ladder, <clears throat> you, you have to have your own like yeah. ideas ahead of you. Like, I, I mean, think it's just, that's the, the kind of mind frame in New York. And it's so easy. As you were saying, you got kind of sucked up in that careerism yeah. with your friends and it's very, it's hard not to when you're it's there. It's really hard not to. So basically I was working there for a month and I was like, right, I'm still new. Like it'll get better. And like was leaving like in the office at eight, leaving at half seven, eight. And I just was just so getting so low, not depressed, but I was just on the phone to my mom all the time being like, mom, like what the hell am mm. I supposed to do? Um, and then my brother came over in February and like, he's a rock of sense. He's a rock. You're really sense. close to your brother. Yeah. Yeah. What age is he? Is he older? He's 28. Okay. 29. What age you? 26. Okay. I never thought about that. No, I just never. <laughs> you're so tall and you're 26. <laughs> she's seven foot, guys. No, she's not. Um, you're all right. No, she's taller. No, are you? And you have the, the doctor. Oh, yeah, I on. do. I'm wearing platforms. I'm she's like, where's my I know. I did that to Evan this morning. I was like, you seem really tall today. He's like, you're not wearing your platform docs. I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot I I'm need not to get those, actually. Yeah. You do. They're going to be my summer doc. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry uh, to digress. 
he's a Sagittarius and he's a rock of sense. Okay. Okay. And his moon is in Scorpio and I'm a Scorpio. Oh, very anyway. good. So you connect on that level? Yeah. So no, he just came over in February um, with his fiance and they were just like, what are you doing? Like working in a job where you're miserable, like you only have a year here at that stage I was kind of intending on just the year um and he was like just come on cop on a bit he was like hand in your notice and go and work in a bar now just to say when you when you get signed off on the job that you actually get for your visa to Uh stay um you like you have to be signed off yeah so they have to know I got fucking yeah they have to know they have to know where you're working so So basically it's really hard because like when I was when I went there like I got that job or whatever and or I didn't have a job for three months and they check up on you after three months. Yeah. Mm. They're like, where's your fucking job? Otherwise you're not allowed back in the country. And yeah. I was going home for Christmas. Oh my God, the stress. I had the uh, fucking yeah. nightmare every time. And when I finally got signed off on my internship, I started hating mine as well. But I was like, I have to stay here mm. until the end. Well, because guys, I got very lucky. Did you? I manifested this now. So they said nothing when okay. I left. So that was one of the reasons I was so anxious to quit because I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to have to go home. I'll be sent home if I quit no this job. Land. Or you have to get Literally. a new internship, which is like... Which is nobody's going to take you on no. with six months left in a visa. Yeah. Anyway, quit the job, got a bar job, started working more full-time with Tara and had the best eight months of my life. I'd say, and I'd say it you was, learned so much more with her than you oh did at an my internship. God, literally. Well, because you were actually able to go out and explore. Because yeah, basically was going what to, you were doing was just sitting somewhere sitting when bloody, I'd say you probably thought, yeah. like, I'm going to New York and seeing all this stuff. But I think it works for some people. Um, I don't know what the word is, but like, for me it doesn't work because I'm such a free spirit. I want to go and be like thrown into the deep end of something yeah. and figure my way out. Yeah. I don't want to be sitting being like, right, the next month now you're going to you're going to be at the event you're going to be not be writing <laughs> yeah. the run of show you'll be there it's just I'm like I want I want to be there now yeah um, and so, I think it was definitely sold to us as younger that like you can't get what you want in the sense of like yeah. you know how you work best society definitely like places us in like you have to work this amount of yeah. time every mm-hmm. day and that's how like you get up early you yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah but like I don't work well like that either yeah. like I can't function like that and yeah I won't work to be putting out good work I need yeah. to in nature sometimes I need to be in and out kind of that's really interesting I think that's probably why we click because Mm. like the way I was raised like my dad fainted the minute my mom had me like I was a free spirit from the (laughs) get go like he fainted in the in the room the the delivery room like I think he was like oh Jesus here we go (laughs) and apparently apparently I came out like this she's doing Mr. Burns Mr. Burns hands Um, like scheming scheming hands scheming hands so apparently "Mm." I was doing that and like my mom and dad they just raised me in a way that were like look she is like this yeah and we're not going to push against it push against it or try and like hold her back on anything and I have to thank them for my life for that because honestly like I couldn't imagine not being like this yeah um, but like that now I just don't fit into certain things I'm like yeah. rebellious so mm-hmm. when you talk about it's a good uh, little segue I haven't said that in the pod in a while we <laughs> talk about Tara so yeah. did you guys know each other before you went to New York so yes because you're Tara, both from Cork aren't we're you? both from Cork I'm from Monkstown she's from Passage they're neighbouring towns okay um, we would have known of each other through we didn't go to the same school or anything um, and then she did my Deb's makeup no, Aww. and she charged me twelve fifty. Oh, you wouldn't be getting 
that now from Tar no, Mars. No, no, no. That is wouldn't. so cute. Um, so she did my Deb's makeup. And so was she a makeup artist or just kind of? Do you remember when she started out? She was doing she kind of in, everything. She worked in Chanel as well. She worked in Chanel. Yeah, like she's a highly skilled person. Like yeah. I will say, um, she she did my Deb's makeup. Oh yeah, and this was at the time of. Do you remember when all these? Um, <laughs> Facebook like the photo shoots were happening yes. people were just booking random photographers yes. paying the money and Bring getting back them no. I loved that <laughs> this is how I started like really yeah me and my so, sister did that as well like we'd literally be dragging tool into a forest and be like we're doing a shoot today yeah I mean we'd be stressed for my blog yeah you we'd all be stressed we're like we have to book this shoot for Saturday yeah, shoot, yeah. Shoot. so Tara did a shoot with her friend and then I we were like Facebook friends and I was like messaging her being like, oh my God, this was like the CC Cavanaugh day as well. Yes, yes. So like Tara had the shaved side of her head. Yeah. Like, I had that too. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so she did a shoot and then I was like to my mom, mom, look at this girl. I have to do a shoot. So we booked a photographer. My mom came with me into a barley field. She has the photos up on her, on the gallery wall at home. Oh my God. How and cute. it's just so funny. Like, um, so that's how hilarious. we started like that's how we it, if you think about it actually we got off that's actually mad we were mm. like you know photographer so, well I think that bits. kind of helps when you start yeah. off a friendship like that yeah. instead of kind of later on trying to bring it in being like you know the way yeah. when, it, when it's organic like Jenny and I when we first met we were always taking weird ass pictures <laughs> yeah. so it was just always a part of but I don't the think Tara and I you know? realised we'd actually become so close it, yeah. like we didn't so basically then when I mo- when I was moving over to New York I was messaging her being like look you've inspired me to move over da 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 da, da. and then when it was coming I'm close in, to the I'm time in this position because of you thanks so much stupid success here we are <laughs> making it look so easy yeah. I wanted to have lattes and glass jars <laughs> browsing around bookshops in Bushwick <laughs> this is it <laughs> looking um, so effortlessly fucking chic <laughs> I know in a but, loft Apartment. Oh, her loft is ridiculous. I can't wait to go over. I was like, literally, clear the floor. It's going to be a dance fest. The loft apartment. Yeah. How big is the mirror? That's what I want to know. You never uh, see the frame of the mirror. I, she, she was she telling me a vlog all about I it. I think it's actually the size of that. Like, I'm not yeah, joking here. It's like five. It's like five feet by seven How feet. The fuck is she going to bring that back? I couldn't leave that. And it's not actual glass. It was plastic on it. It's like it's I, <laughs> actually this yeah showing it's my stem colors right now. It's like I, I watched a vlog on it when she bought it, and it was like it's you know the stuff that's in like dance studios. So it's so, it's no, so you can bounce it off it. Yeah. yeah, it can't be it can't be shattered. <laughs> okay, I need that in my life. Except I don't have a loft apartment yeah. to have the big background of that gorgeous picture. So when um, you moved over, were you like, "Hey, so, we're hanging out"? Yeah, day. no. So basically, when I when it was coming closer to the closer to the time, she messaged me. She was like, "Get your ass over here!" Like, need help with stuff, and it just from there, it was just like we started off. Um, I was kind of helping her do clear outs and like yeah. we were doing shoots together and then it just one day we just clicked so hard yeah and we just had the best time like we, we both wanted to do the same thing all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and like she's not like Tara isn't a big mad partier or doesn't drink that much she does it does she drink does she drink? anyway um <laughs> so it was a lovely kind of break for me from that crazy New York yeah because okay, well, that you is know, something I fa- found hard about New York is like it's kind of have to just rage all yeah. the time when you're there and I and find that kind of hard because like yeah. although I may look like an absolute raver I actually don't like doing it that much yeah I would <laughs> I would I get that like I yeah. wouldn't look at your social for example yeah. and be thinking that you're a big yeah. flesh head no, like I love either. margaritas till the cows come home 
literally yeah. margaritas till dawn but I love I'm them not, I, I don't like me. it like consistently like yeah. I like to have one blow off night every yeah. while yeah every eight years <laughs> <laughs> I'm similar in that way as well yeah. like, I love when I'm down for a night out I'm down for a night mm-hmm. out yeah but, on the rag, I find it hard yeah. to keep up with. And the older I get, the harder it is. Exactly. Totally. And I'm just so triggered the next day, I can't actually cope. Yeah. Same. It's, I'd be like pacing my room, being like, Jesus Christ, I can't what really I enjoy say? the like party time anymore because yeah. I can just foresee the, the days anxiety. after and the anxiety. Yeah. And I'm like, And I no. also peak so early. Like I'm done at 1am. Oh, I'm like, I've had the best time. Yeah. yeah. Danced to Diana oh, no, my fit, My like perfect night out starts at like 8pm and I'm <laughs> at home at half 12 like when that happens I get yeah. full on I love it. horny I'm I'm full body it. orgasm yeah. just like smugness because I'm like I can now watch YouTube for an hour or so by myself in bed I yeah. get given out by my friends for that and I honestly I had to put a few in their place to be like this is who I am I'm not staying out no, yeah but you have to do I that I know and yeah. there is a weird thing with like I mean I very much found it during dry January People oh my god, are yes. so bothered if you drink or not. Really, really bothered. Really like, bothered. I mean, I have, when I was like drinking more so, like in 2019, the old me, um, <laughs> my friends would come over and sometimes they'd be like, oh, I'd be like, do you want to drink? They'd be like, no, I'd still drink. It doesn't matter it if doesn't no one matter. else is drinking. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. when I was then like, oh, I'm not drinking, but you feel free, drink yeah. away. Yeah. They were like, oh, no, there's no point. Yeah. No. I'm like, just what? Have, yeah. do you want a zero percent? They're like, no, no, not and bothered. That- that kind of feeds this into aura around yeah. them of just like pissed off that I'm not drinking. I know, yeah. and it's very like, and it, I, I find it the thing that I find hard in New York is that like it's hard to keep up, even if they are your like real friends. It's actually hard to keep up a social element because I think people work so much there yeah. that when they want to go out, they like rage yeah. and it's open like everything's open to like 4 or 5 a.m. Yeah. so it's not the good thing but I know everyone's like no more hotels stop closing the pubs at 2 I'm like close them earlier <laughs> no like close them earlier close them earlier and t- turn the music down <laughs> literally I, I would if like you know today we're all voting if someone was running on like you know just closing the pubs a little bit earlier and keeping the the noise level down so I can chat to me pals I know <laughs> you've got I my know. number one number two and number Fair. two we'll have to run Jenny yeah. people like, finally to they're going to be making drugs legal with like no no god no harder harsher hotel and shut the pubs earlier that's what we say and only zero percent on service yeah. thank you so you're um, gonna fucking get some like non-alcoholism into your lives i know <laughs> literally but i also feel like people don't commit as much to non-alcoholic hangouts yeah, yeah they don't they like don't. i found it There's really no hard incentive. to pin my friends down over the not really my close friends yeah, but yeah. more like my acquaintances yeah. that would have been like my drinking buddies or whatever yeah people that i usually would meet up to kind yeah. of have a, you know when you're like i haven't seen you in months we'll meet up and we'll have yeah. a big fucking load Eight of drinks of wine. yeah and without that it yeah. was kind of like the meetups were just not as solid there's yeah. no incentive they're like oh, i know and locked. it's everybody has a bit of divilment in them like you know yeah um but that's a nice segue to use your yes. word into um like my so basically in New York I basically found a very strong inner confidence and like character building it was Mm -hmm. all from me just being selfish and like you know not going on every night out or like Mm -hmm. like owning my decisions yeah and I feel like I'm in a really good place in my life now where I don't know I just feel very happy with everything I'm doing and whereas before before I moved to New York I kind of felt that pressure all the time to say yes to everything and you know what I mean like it's, it's just Irish thing yeah. I think that's something that you can learn a lot in somewhere like New York where I think Americans are better at doing that yeah Americans are better mm. at being like 
no I'm not going out tonight I don't want to but women girl, like women sorry uh, Irish people are like oh no I, I'm so sorry I, I, I'd I, love to go out but I, I, I just can't and we're making up fake excuses yeah, I just say no just be like, like I don't Nancy want Reagan tonight. with the drugs campaign in the 60s just <laughs> yeah. say no just say no just say no but I do drugs feel like saying no as well can feel like definitely as an Irish woman and where the culture is so yeah. like heavily drinking and heavily about socialising yeah. and being there and being a part of it not for just an aspect of the night for the yeah. whole night mm-hmm. and crawling yeah. back at 5am and you're constantly saying no to yourself yeah. in those times yeah. and it's like the utmost like you know we're all like self care putting on a face mask that's like not fucking self care yeah. self care is looking after yourself and like thank you saying no because you just don't want to yeah. like sometimes I'm like I don't want to go out because I want to sit at home and watch yeah. YouTube and yeah. do whatever yeah. just not be around people but yeah. you have to be like like now that Jimmy's sick I'm like Jimmy's sick can't come <laughs> I know and isn't that such a funny thing like I get relieved as well when I have a like genuine excuse or if yeah. I actually get sick yeah. sometimes I'm like I know, please I'm like, just get sick yeah please sound sick or sound maybe yeah. I'll stand out in the balcony with my hair wet yeah <laughs> or I'll have a little cough and I'll be like oh, I hope this turns into an actual fucking cough so I can get out of Saturday and they're puffing out a few seeds yeah. to yeah. amplify oh, I hope that tickle really just congests into yeah. a full on full on chest infection so, like, it is, so did you think that you found like how did you get that from New York do you feel like was it just you know did you say yes to everything initially and then kind of go like oh god I'm pushing no, myself no I think because I went over there I literally, essentially I went over there by myself. The yeah. two girls that I was going over with, one I had only met um, a couple of times before, which is Nikki. Hi, Nikki, love you. Nikki loves it. She She's are. actually the one who introduced me to listening. She has, is, she has written to us. She is Nick Bick Nick, at Nick Bick Nick. Oh, yeah, Guys, she has the most she amazing job. Us. Do you want to hear what it is? Oh, yeah. She works for, I can't say the company, but she basically <laughs> is an interior designer for like A-list celebrities in New York. <sighs> Wow, she's in, she's she's in their apartments no. at meetings with them. Oh my Fine, god, stunning, stunning stuff. No, you've no like idea. the budget. Just, Imagine the budget. We've just got there into no um, yeah, true. <laughs> we just got into Architectural Digest on YouTube. It's IT ID. Oh, oh my god. god. ID. Oh yeah. ID is another ID, and I was like, ID is another amazing great. magazine, though. Yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. Not, but AD, AD Digest. Oh yeah, their YouTube sure. is like amazing. They do amazing little series as well. It's like called Open Door, and they just go. In. It's I like it's like it. cribs, actually, but yeah. like chic. But actual yeah. their house, and yeah. like Liv Tyler's one was. Just, oh my god! I, I know. Cry. She seems another pocket door. She's a witch. I love she's her. I adore her, but doesn't she seem kind of tapped? I mean, how could you not she's be growing up? Growing up like a fucking. You kind of look like you remind me of her. Um, I'll take that as well. She's tapped. You remind me of her <laughs> in look. No, she's very fair. Right. She, she I you remind me of her in Empire Records. Even the way you yes, dress, that's so nice. So very dressed very like her in that. Um, <laughs> but she, I love that she's like. I collect, what did she collect again? Typewriters. Typewriters. Yeah, that's such a good... Do you know what? Her here's per- a phone. It's lips. <laughs> her personality to me just comes across as like she's been just had this really easy fabulous of life course. so everything's so like totally oh, very freeing yeah. she bought that yeah. house that brownstone when she was 20 she was, she was yeah. guys that's four and it's a 19th century brownstone it is and she owns so stunning. the whole thing the whole thing and she like completely gutted it and redid it and it's just it must the, be in like parks like I'm squinting my eyes with envy I know no I could barely watch it like, <laughs> they thought I was crazy when I wanted the pink glass but I really love it. Like the whole top floor was like oh. purple hue. 
Oh god. Whole, and I her can't. little attic. She's like, we have to hang out. How in many my kids attic does she have? Oh, I know. She, she has is. three kids, I think. And her husband's like a random sports agent. I love that for her. I love sports that as well. Agent. Like he's Give just her like, her space to Like be he's her. obviously yeah. like loaded, but uh, not famous. Yeah. Love that vibe. And she bought that at 24 and like kept it and still lives there. I know. So I love cool. that. It, yeah. And it's obviously in like fucking somewhere so glad my like park slope or somewhere in Brooklyn. It is. Yeah. So yeah. She mentioned where it was, but like. It's in Brooklyn, but she doesn't mention exactly. Because you're really good at her voice. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You said that when you went to New York, it kind of helped oh, with yeah. your like, confidence and all the rest. And like, that's definitely something that like, people kind of said uh, on Instagram they were like how did really get like such like incredible confidence and you've such a vibrant personality yeah. and do you think that was nurtured in New York in a way or do you feel like you nurtured it so there's a bit of a long backstory to this I think will I start from the beginning yeah okay <laughs> so um obviously my parents you know were just like you go do you honey mm-hmm. we'll support you in everything you do which I'm very lucky then I in secondary school, I was the biggest giddy goat. It was illegal. Like I, I love your giddy. I was. I on, haven't heard that word in so long. It's so sweet. No, guys, it was giddy like goat. It was, it's it was bad. Like I was on report card in third year. <laughs> Every class, I had to get a teacher to remark, like write down my behavior. Oh. So I think from then I was just kind of like, why are people picking on this part of my personality anyway? And then my mom would be like, I just don't get it, Ruthie. Like, every parent-teacher meeting, they all say, you're amazing. Like, I just don't get why you can't just sit in class. And I'd be like, I just hate it. Like, I'd have all the stabi... Do you remember the Stabilo felt-tip coloured pens? You'd have them in Mm -hmm. about 50 colours. So I'd be more concerned in, like, writing my notes in the colours rather than actually (laughs) doing anything. Um, So anyway... Yeah, so I did a really bad leaving search, like really, really bad. Yeah, that was a very low point so in my just, life. So would you say you're just not academic? Because you're definitely really smart. No, I'm definitely, mm. I am academic. It's just the sco- sitting in a yeah. school, in a classroom for, what was it, eight hours a day? Know, being taught bad. by people who were just so uninspiring. Like the, the only class I liked was music and art, obviously. Because yeah. it was same so like, me, same. I did music and art. But like our art teacher um, used to have the XX, it was when the XX album came, she'd have that blaring and we'd be like, whoa, yeah. like having a so great time. So you were time. nurtured there kind exactly. of. Exactly. And okay. that's obviously where it comes from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sitting And you know, in- the thing is, I only heard this recently, we actually only can learn and absorb knowledge when we're happy and when we're enjoying yeah. doing it. Yeah. Like our brain can't, if we're stressed and like, so yeah. I found that really hard in school as well. I only enjoyed like English and um, art, not yeah. even really music because my teachers were still Music's quite very like, hard. Yeah, it was, I found it quite mathematical very and I mathematical. Was just I couldn't yeah. do it. But it goes back to what you were saying, Lindsay, about like work. But it's the same, it starts in school, you know, that way, like that kind mm. of system of sitting down for eight hours a day. I feel I was quite lucky. My school is a real like liberal kind of like no uniform, no uniform. Yeah. It's a mixed school and it's like 
you're very much encouraged to, to like be create a different, yeah. yeah create it's it's a different atmosphere okay. so I was I'm I, very jealous of that because I mean, and I it's so rare in Ireland to have a, a school like that because even like say your school is a great school and it was obviously mixed and everything but there is just a different element when yeah. there's my school was great but like I mean even the fact of putting on yeah. which I really struggled with in school putting on the my uniform. big royal blue long yeah. floor length skirt royal blue socks yeah. royal blue jumper yeah. it, well it's it is just... it's literally saying like you're all uniform yeah. and, I, and it's a weird thing because it just it it's like almost it takes away different levels of individuality that like people like I think the three of us nurture it as a personal yeah. a personality trait kind of of yeah. like you know that was where I learned to like you know you can express yourself in different ways yeah. and through your clothes and we could like obviously we had a dress code but like yeah. you would still push it to a certain extent yeah. and like that's all part of going through puberty I yeah. think and I think when you start to bring in stuff like uniforms and like really strict rules and not but when that explorative aspect yeah. is put off like I found it so hard yeah. like not only did I have to wear the uniform we weren't allowed to wear makeup I was suffering yeah. from like acne in school yeah. and I was so self-conscious about it and I wasn't able to I was so yeah. aware yeah. that because I wanted to cover it I was so aware of going to school and then they would like the year head would have face wipes and yeah. be like put go what? into the so and I'm like, like I, I can't concentrate on anything other than like my roaring acne being shown and all mm. the guys that I fancy looking at it and yeah. they're like learn you're fucking yeah. Irish like I'd go into school um, we had a green uniform and I'd go in with like I'd have an orange t-shirt obviously this was me like craving some kind of self-expression yeah. I'd have an orange t-shirt a crew neck on under my shirt and my prince would be like take it off and I'd be like no like I won't take it off mm. and then I remember in like second year I used to wear now this is no word of a lie before I'd go to bed I'd have 14 mascaras my mom has a picture of this lined up in the front room and no. I would put on layers of them I'd go to sleep with the mascara on so <gasps> I, it would save me time in the morning and I'd get up and go to school with spider lashes oh my goodness and the, t- the prince would be like take it off and I'd be like I'm not wearing anything <laughs> And this went on for years. So just a stressful working environment. All I wanted then, you know? to do was just I'm fucking like, love that I'm not wearing. Yeah, anything. and my mom told me recently that in one of the parent teacher meetings, uh, my Irish teacher loved me, but she said when Ruth gets up to go to the bathroom, she brings her little makeup bag with her brush, Aww. and she goes off and she's there for like. But like, do you know, leave leave people do that. You yeah. know, if that's what anyway. Especially or, at that age yeah. when you're hyper insecure and you're just like find your yeah. niche. And like, I think if you like, it's it's like anything. I think you're going to rebel more when you're told you can't like we were pretty much allowed it there was a very wishy-washy policy on makeup like in my school if you came in no to be honest honestly people at six years not were coming in beat down and don't give a fuck you know Mm. what I mean and I think that because uh, we didn't want to resist it so much because when you are a teenager you like anything you're told you're not to do you kind of want to do more so like we were allowed to wear makeup and the only thing that and this is just backs up my point we were not allowed to wear tracksuit bottoms and dear God, everyone was just dying to wear tracksuit. Yeah. People yeah. would be, I'm not joking, one teacher would <laughs> chase you down. She'd be like, you're wearing rush. You'd be running. It was mad. Yeah. I remember my principal would burst open the girls, <laughs> big man. I was like, how did Weinstein? He burst open the fucking, kind of looked like him. The bathroom door, I'm like, take that makeup off your face. We'd be like, <laughs> like putting a He'd tap be loving on it, in. like, yeah. And it's like with the little pan stick just, trying to cover up. It's just like, yeah. leave me alone. So yeah. you always try to kind of get that across in school. And then how were you when you left school? So I did really bad leaving cert. Ended mm. up being, I lied about my leaving cert points um, to like my friends, to my mom. Because oh. I was so ashamed. Oh. Because I didn't do anything. Like I just, yeah. 
like I was well able to do it. It's just nothing was making me want to yeah. do it. And did so, you have an idea of where you wanted to go to college? Like, did you yeah, have points so that you I, needed? Yeah. So I wanted to do marketing um, and I didn't get it, but I actually got in to do fashion design PLC. Okay. Um, so I did that, but I actually dropped out of that as well. Lindsay did a PLC in fashion And I dropped design. out too. This is mad. <laughs> we are, so many we are one person. We I are. dropped out of, I got into NCAD somehow, even right. though I failed um, pass maths. I didn't fail pass, I got a I got, I got five points. Like I was totting it up in my thing. I was like, five, five <laughs> literal points. Oh lads, that day was traumatizing. Oh, mine was too, because the first one was maths. <laughs> So my first one, because I did it like I was doing one at a time. Because I was no like, grade. Shit, that's shit. so funny. No great. I said NG. I was like, what the fuck is that? My mom's like, no great. <laughs> no, like not even a pass, not even a D and F. Not even. A that's true. Look how triggered I am because I oh. don't know how I didn't get an NG. I'd say they I were cheated like that in that girl. exam. I wrote down all the um, whatever formula things on my legs. Oh my I love that you cheated and you got it. And I still and I kept on hooking up the big royal blue thing. Like <laughs> guys, I left my geography. Um, exam after 30 minutes because there was a fly landing on my head consistently <laughs> and I was like this I was like this to the um what were they supervisors I was oh, like yeah. what's going on here I was getting really like hyper and yeah, paranoid yeah. and I was just like I'm leaving even that Didn't whole care, aspect like, of sitting like our hall was massive and like yeah. everyone's quiet and you can hear like yeah. someone dropping their pencil oh, and I'm like this is just but like so I get so horny in those yeah. situations I'm like just Somebody do yeah. something. I always get it's like you know when you do you ever like walk over a bridge and get this weird urge like, to turn throw your phone off or your oh, phone? Not, not like not in a suicidal way, but like you're just like I could just go. Or you're yeah, 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 yeah. Those, in the yeah. exam, I just always want to stand up and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, no. like, and like I do, I do that like that on bridges or up escalators. I'm like, yeah. imagine if I just flip. Me too. That that's actually I'm so always, crazy. I'm always just like, I wonder is this a common thing? Apparently, I I read something about it, and apparently it's like our. It was actually very interesting. It's like. A, our brain does it to tell ourselves not to do it Ooh. so it like it 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 brings the thought it's like in. OCD a bit. it's like do you ever get like weird thoughts in your head that are like you're like I can't believe I just thought that apparently oh, all the apparently time. it's your brain train giving yourself this repulsion to stop you ever doing it for me I think it's definitely anxiety Oh, mm, yeah. I think it's like a massive anxious thing like and with the kids because like we're well, going kids, up an escalator yeah. they're like dangling over the side I'm like don't just say <laughs> so continue on your story there Hans yeah Saz we're, we're talking shite here um, <laughs> we're talking up on this damn uh, where was I you were talking about you're leaving certain you were lying oh yeah your... so I lied about my points um, ooh, gives me the shivers and then I got I dropped out of the PLC nothing was working for me I that I think I was actually it was depression I mm. went through um and it was just a really dark time and then my mom I was like mom what am I going to do like what am I going to do with myself like I'm really creative I I know I can see the job that I need to be in and I've always said it and I'm doing it now I wanted to be at a table of creative people where we were thinking up of campaigns I swear to god I've said this from the age of 16 like that's all I wanted to do is just like be the sharp mind behind Mm -hmm. things um and I was like how am I going to get there so I found a course with Griffith College which is a private college that you have to pay for Mm. and I was like I can study journalism and I don't actually need that many points Mm -hmm. so I went and did that for three years had the best time ever um very small year group though I didn't have that kind of um college banter there was only like seven of us it's a different kind of vibe in Griffith I think and I was craving that like whoa rag week which I'm do you know what I'm glad actually everything happened in my life this way because I'm here now um but anyway then I stopped doing that or sorry I graduated done a master's in PR and 
worked for a year and then moved to New York so I think it was like a lovely narrative but I did struggle a lot so Mm -hmm. for anyone listening like I talk about it the odd time on Instagram I do think I need to talk about it more because the influx of questions and Mm -hmm. kind of from girls and boys being like you you inspire me so much that you actually went through something to get to where you are which is so important because you think some people like some people probably think we're all grand we've had a great life of course you know um and I did have a great life. It's just that yeah. part of my life. Well, you um, went through like something that you easily could have been like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to get get what I yeah, want. I'm exactly. Just get I could job. have just taken a step back. Exactly. But I didn't. Like yeah. I kept being you like, persevered. I know what I want to do. Um, but it was tough. And so how did you feel like, because as a creative or as someone who, you know, you wanted to be in that space yeah. of being around creatives and your, yeah. you know, creative abilities being valued, which yeah. can be difficult because... It is quite hard to be recognized as a creative sometimes yeah. because a lot of creatives who are recognized are really also good at doing all the yeah. like, technical stuff yeah. or admin stuff or like all the things yeah. that like I as well would find difficult as just a creative. Do yeah. you know the way? Yeah. And so like you also have to arm yourself with all yeah. other things. So mm-hmm. well, what? How did you kind of do that? Like what did you arm yourself with? So it's it's hard to even say because even when I was in New York and like being with Tara so much, I was like I'm actually doing what I've dreamt of doing for so long and here I am and I'm not even like batting an eyelid it mm-hmm. just I feel like I don't know do you think she really answer. helped maybe she did, did she yeah like you? Tara took me under her wing I imagine like, she's she very inspiring to be around yeah she seems yeah. like she has such a good but she's work so ethic. inspiring mm-hmm. in the way that she's just like level do you yeah. know she's like she's a Libra she's just very much like she knows what she wants she works really hard um and like yeah she's just she's a huge part of my life that's yeah like helped me with this confidence and creativity and then I guess um I would love to talk about your decision to come back to Ireland yeah because like I think a lot of the time people I knew loads of people who and myself included I remember going to New York and I was kind of like I'm gonna go for the year but like hopefully I'll stay and like I always thought I would really want to do everything to stay and then I remember when my year was coming up I was like I actually really want to go yeah. home. And it was a weird kind of like shame thing because so many people were like, so are you going to try get the extension? And I was like, no. <laughs> they were like, oh, why? Like, mm, is there someone yeah. sick? Or like, I was like, yeah. or like, do you have a job at home? And I was like, no, I just really want to go back to Dublin. Yeah. And people were so yeah really f- turned off by that or something I found or they just mm. thought they found it was your very strange New York friends are like Irish people over there as well? Um, Not my New York friends. Because mm. like I've got three friends from New York. Oh. They didn't really... They were like, so oh, more so Irish sad. people. Irish people were very yeah. much like, but there's nothing in Dublin. Yeah. Why do you want to go back there? Like, we're in New York now. And I was like, well, yeah. I just really don't want to pay like eight grand for a six month visa yeah. to work. And it's something that I don't really want to do in a city. And I, I was just yeah. like, I really wanted to come back. So were you similar? Did you want to come back? or was So there... at the, in the beginning, I was like, I'm never coming home. Yeah. It's the best place ever. It's so bloody everything. Yeah. Um, And then eventually I was like, do you know what? I've actually, I've run my course here. To be fair the summer was absolutely a rager so I think I was just like exhausted but Mm. I wanted to do that I wanted to leave New York being like oh my god I'm wrecked I can't wait to go back to normality yeah Um, and I got so much advice like that was the tactic you need to do if you want to actually be leaving New York happy bleed it dry kind of thing bleed it dry Mm. and I did Um, very similar things (laughs) yeah like I, I was working in a bar and like just everything like even the way some of the men would speak to you it's just a completely different culture yeah. like they'd be like hey baby doll you want to take a shot with me and you'd be like Ugh. Ugh. so like and to go back to what you were saying 
a lot of the people in New York that don't want to go home are like, what are you going back to home for? But like, I actually had to go back home because A, my visa was up. B, um, there was something going on with my family that I needed to be home for. Mm-hmm. And C, I just, I was so homesick. Like, I just really, I knew in my heart that I wanted to live near my family, yeah. my best friends at home. Um, and then everybody that's over in New York now, like all the best friends for life that I've met that are still there, it's like, I'm not stressed about it. It's like yeah. we have that same relationship. So it's like, if something's right for you, just go with it. Like, trust your gut that everything will actually be fine. Mm-hmm. And don't let, like, mm. anxiety like that, like, frame your decisions. Like, like it's very you Yeah, know, that way. Because, like, like I just was like, New York will always be here. Always. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The city's yeah. always going to be here. My friends, like, that are from there and live there and have lived there for, like, longer than I ever, like, you have lived there. Yeah. They'll still be there. Yeah. And if we're going to be friends, we're going to be friends. But it's like, when... I just really wanted to... I, I felt like the family thing as well. Like, I yeah. was like... Like, my... I'm training the two times I was in New York someone died my granddad died when I was there my oh. my long J1 and my uncle died really suddenly when I was on my shorter one uh, in 2011 and like those two things I was kind of like I just really don't want something like obviously my uncle was a big shock and my granddad was sick yeah. but I was just like the next one you know to a yeah. if something did happen might not be like yeah avoid like I don't know I just I got this like anxiety over I was like my parents aren't getting any fucking and that's what gives me anxiety about like I don't travel really at all I don't like it and if I do even travel and go to Spain for two weeks I ball most of the time I hate being away from my parents like I really hate it I live like down the road from my mum and dad I see them every day and I just even my mum's away now for a few days and I fucking hate and every minute I'm like get back to Ireland I just and it is an anxiety thing of people not being readily available yeah. for me to like go to my mom yeah. I love yeah, how I lo- like my yeah. family weaves in and out of my day to day it's the love that they have for you, you like you crave it you're yeah. like oh my god this and is I keep, need like, them yeah. like I mean I constantly need help with the kids or just knowing that they're yeah. on the end of the phone or I'm like you know whatever it is and knowing that I am also helping yeah. them and they're for them and there's nothing ever no city no amazing weather that would ever transcend yeah. the amazingness of spending my life with my family and my close friends yeah. who my also, heart you know, is blowing up that's so nice it's so true though and it's just like I you know and I do think you can maybe get a bit desensitized by like that some people who do go away and kind of aren't aren't realizing that part of moving away they can just be like so in the now of like I'm in this amazing city with all these amazing opportunities and people fuck Ireland and I really hate a fuck Ireland mentality we did a Mm -hmm. podcast with our friend Jack on that before before where like it's fine if people want to move and leave yeah and do whatever experience different things but I hate leaving your own wonderful country yeah. that has been very good to you yeah. and doing it whilst putting the finger up to you exactly. you know way? and I love that you also on your Instagram you kind of documented your um, you know trials and tribulations yeah. of moving back and yeah. it being emotional so, so what was it like moving back actually that's good so moving back I was sitting next to this woman on the plane who honestly it was the perfect it was like an angel sitting next to me she was so Irish she was from like <laughs> Longford or something and she, like every time the air hostess would come towards us she'd be like this is this now and I'd be like I'm on the way home baby like yeah. yes like yeah. it was just like a lovely like real Irish flight mommy. back in yeah um so coming home was just amazing um and I was do you know what though I was really anxious about work I was yeah. like what in the like I was six months basically freelancing around the place yeah. and working in a bar yeah so yeah. I was really kind of scared to see like what I was going to slot into um but I gave myself I was like I'll give myself a month now to like really like get back into Cork life and see what happens I always intended of moving back up here um 
And then within two weeks, I got a job offer. And I was like, this can't be real. Like, this is a mm. real sign now that, like, I'm doing the right thing. Um, and I live off signs from the universe, by the way. I'm like, that's a sign from the universe. <laughs> I'm like, check my phone. It's 11 11. There we go. Make a I wish. Love an 11, 11, 11. <laughs> I um, love It's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's it a is. good one. Um, the amount of 11 11 screenshots I have on my phone is just so stupid. <laughs> I have so many <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, moving back has been great, but I wrote a blog post about this and I didn't publish it and it's oh. too late to do it now. But I think I didn't give myself enough self-care time. I jumped straight okay. into the dating scene, didn't I? <laughs> and, and we're talking I, dating on x yes. Okay, so, so I'll save it for that. Well, that we bit. go through, I, we got, I put up, did anybody want to have some, some questions? So let's, for the last like 10 minutes or so, see if there's any questions from okay. our it gals that you can answer. If um, I take yeah. too long to answer these, is it possible to pause and cut? Of course. <laughs> sure, we'll just go through a few. We've talked a lot about them. Um, so that's a transitioning question. We've kind of talked about that. Oh, here's a good one that we did not speak about whatsoever. Sorry, my phone just cut out. Oh my God, I'm nervous. Um, how does she plan her Insta feed and keep everything so aesthetic? Your oh. Instagram is extremely aesthetic and well, gorgeous. Well, you know what? Thank you so much because I honestly... I don't have a theme like I personally do the way most people have like a cream or like a yeah, I monochrome don't do that shit. I just oh God, no. I, I'm very eclectic my soul is very eclectic so therefore I think everything I do then <laughs> is mix match and like I really don't plan my Instagram and feed. that's why I love yours yeah. I love that you just pop up a Guys, pic and so it's nice. not like as, Cura- as curated as some other yeah. people being like make sure to get the you know yeah, like yeah, you pop yeah. up a little video you pop That's it's just so fun really nice to hear because sometimes I'm like should I be, should will I grow faster if I'm no. doing that I but think what you're doing that's is very perfect. refreshing you're so I don't plan it but I do use Visco yeah and my god do I want to work with them in the next two years because Visco is an amazing um app so yeah. it's just it just has gorgeous filters like you can do so many creative things in it I send your DMs about stick during the summer because I was like how does she edit her damn pictures because yeah. they were looking it was when you were on holidays with your mum in Capri were oh, you in Capri or you were and did your mum take the pics that's what I was so actually this is what I do you does your mum <laughs> take the pics do you take the pics do you do it are you a self timer queen I'm a, oh self timer oh, are you self timer the mother the father the brother the dog the kitchen sink they're all taking the photo <laughs> my sister is away with my mum now and she cannot get a pick for love nor money and I can feel like our oh sissy telepathic God. vibes I can feel her so I've been doing this for so I've like I've literally been doing this since I was 12 I'd say like taking pictures of myself like so and I have a lovely girl Sarah Dell by the way she deserves a shout out who I meet up with on our lunch breaks guys and we take each other's pictures oh fun. you are like and yeah. I remember I was watching one of Tara's vlogs as well and she was saying like today's Wednesday this is the day I meet up with Ruth and we just take each other's pictures and me and Lindsay were like Oh, we don't really big, do that and that's why we want to do it with you so we, okay. let's have a little trio day no, where we no, all take I, each other's pics that, and that really like as it's not shallow but like some people think it can be shallow it like that actually feeds my soul yeah. like doing shoots well, it's capturing, and that's why I started my vibes highlight so anybody listening follow me at Ruth Ruby yes of course yes, but, you'll be but there's around. a vibes highlight that um, I started in New York because I was seeing all these people who were literally wearing whatever they wanted yeah they were rocking it they were so confident mm. and now I have a lovely little photo book and video of videos of people who are just doing that and I think yeah. it's so important to share like yeah Instagram is for sharing like we yeah. should all be- yeah and also can I say about Instagram unfollow people if you don't like them don't know, be yeah. don't be wasting your time going on about like I can't stand her it's like I know why are you following or thinking her that it's fun kind of 
bitching about people like it's it actually not, is so, a negative thing that just you're inviting your into your creative life mind, yeah. you or know? my favorite tool the mute tool oh come here yeah I, that, that was, I when they brought that in because sometimes you have people, to follow people there's some people yeah. politically yeah. like unfortunately you have to fucking follow it and would it, be a deal if you unfollow it would be and, and, <laughs> and you also, know they're looking as well. and there's some of those people who like they have those the people that you're like you have the unfollow app yeah. oh well, you're checking you're checking it's not worth yeah so mute them i mean what i'll do also is like I'll find sometimes people who I don't really want to be seeing pop up a lot in my stories, yeah. but I never really see their posts, so I just mute their stories. And so also, when their posts pop up, I'll just turn them a like, so it's kind yeah. of like still, you know. And yeah. also sometimes it's like, look, I, I see what you're doing, I mightn't actually like it, I support you. Like, you can, you're going to get there. It is like, kind of you about know. tracking. I think the whole, like, <laughs> Lindsay comes hard with the hard facts, like, it's about tracking. But I, th- I think it's like tracking, like, I mean, because... <laughs> You can follow someone and even think you're enjoying them and it actually is like leaving you. Yeah. yeah. You have to kind of track how is this person's feed like and if like you're popping on you're scrolling yeah. down Instagram and someone like you're like oh she's so fab she's so perfect her life is so wonderful yeah. and it's leaving you with this negative heavy feeling yeah. Yeah. then also unfollow it doesn't have mm. to be but sometimes if you actually are enjoying me yeah you know you have to kind of track how you're receiving and how like your receptors to people. Yeah. And I always say like track as well like what like if you're looking at their Insta and coming away being like, <clears throat> or like, oh, she's so annoying. You're triggered. Remember, it's not she's good. fine. Yeah. She's still bopping around, yeah. doing whatever. Exactly. She has no, or he or she has no insight to you being like, Arr. so yeah. you're the only one yeah. enraged. That's actually such a good point. So yeah. like, they're just being themselves. Yeah. And this is in real life too. Like, yeah. I mean, because you can have friends that you think are great, but sometimes when you leave, you can feel a bit like, yeah. Oh, yeah. deflated yeah. or just negative. You had yeah. a negative lunch talking about bitching away about people and you're like, oh, yeah. That isn't good for me. I need to yeah. feed yourself with good things and you will grow lovelily. Um, so I got a good oh, question. Sorry, Would love to hear her because I want to hear this. Sing. Would love to hear I'm you talk sing. through your tattoos. Oh, yeah. I love oh, okay. your tats. I love your tattoos. Well, I start from the ground up? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have to look at them now when I do. Sorry. Okay. Chair noise. So we're okay. The so on. Oh, you've got an ankle tat. Okay. I have an ankle tat. Three tats. She's on lace. Three dogs. gals with ankle tats. It's, uh, it's a honeybee. Oh, that's okay. Cute. Okay. So I got the honeybee for my mom because she keeps the nest in line. Queen oh, bee. It's the queen love bee. That. Yeah. Oh, so love I got that for my mom. I love that. Um, and then where did you get that done? I got that done in Ibiza. Oh, oh yeah. Very CC Kavanaugh flex. Yeah. yeah. I, all my tattoos, which is one thing I love about the way my mind works I'm not like I'm saving up a thousand euros and I'm no. going to go and get the best artist yeah. because to be honest most tattoo artists are very skilled yeah um, so I like to like this one I think was like 60 bucks like I have one here that was 50 like I, I usually I'm like what's the cheapest you can do that for <laughs> yeah like, well I that's think no tattoos are like I do tattoos and I and it's always part of my, maintain like, like a yeah. normal because like in Ireland tattoos are such a fucking rip off I want to be like the most yeah it's just more accessible to yeah. people because it's like and it's also I feel like you're not buying there. into the whole like I'm getting a really cool tattoo that's so expensive it's like that yeah. doesn't matter get what you want to get yeah. whatever way you want to get it yeah um, so okay moving up the leg what do we have? oh this is so funny I can't well I can't show you that I have one on my hip that I got when I was 14 no. years old guys this is outrageous and it's a big scar tissue now so it's actually completely contradicting what I just said about spending money on tattoos 14. like it's it looks like a stamp but what's funny about that is I got it again when I was 17 here 
So this is um, on my just under my is right hand. Arabic? Arabic writing. It's Arabic and it says true Scorpio. <laughs> Do you imagine fourteen-year-old being my half-day in school? I can't believe I'm in the midst of a more like a more obsessive Scorpio. Do you think? I tone it down around you. Okay, okay. Purposely. What are you? What are you? She's a Pisces, Pisces, but I'm just not really pre-water a signs horoscope yeah. kind of gal. Lindsay oh, okay. doesn't like the horror. Doesn't like uh, an astrology moment. I don't not like it. Okay. I just I don't buy into it as Guys, much can as we do another podcast people. in a few months on horoscopes because I will brainwash you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've been trying bitch okay fair. I'm not unbrainwashable okay. it's 10, it's ten <laughs> that's years that's a skill yeah um, so I have that tattoo on my hip and then I have it again because I loved it so much and like the hip thing wasn't like it's just not a thing now anymore yes but I still, I'm still keeping so it like, talk it's a big, me through you were 14 did you ask your parents did they okay this absolutely not and who tattooed you so it was this place, any of the cork heads, I went to school in town. So at the end of Patrick's Hill, there was this place called Wizbit. And I went in when I was 14 on my half day with my friend or boyfriend at the time, I can't remember. And then my other friend and her boyfriend. And literally it was the funniest thing. I was screaming. I'd obviously never felt pain like that before <laughs> on my hip bone. <laughs> I got my tongue pierced when I was 14. Oh my God. <laughs> on I, the one day off the junior cert I had off, it was business studies day in French. And I went YOLO and get my tongue pierced. That was Fantasia. Oh piercing. my God. Oh, they, no, I got the, this was in 2004. <laughs> so they give you the mouthwash, that lidocaine mouthwash oh, that numbs your numbs tongue. Your ma- I didn't find the actual piercings were. I was like, grand, but when your tongue swells up, mine, I never I got, got mine done. My tongue swell double the size. Did I was like, my couldn't drink. My weirdly wasn't that bad. And I, yeah, I got it. It was 14. And I just remember your mom goes, You're 18, yeah. And I went, Yep. yep. I had a fake ID I couldn't get my tongue pierced because look um, you you know the the, oh you have the vein thing that could how did you know that's true that's very interesting most people I saw it on the Late Late Show it's attached right to the top yeah like I'm a really good kisser but I saw it on the Late Late Show and then my mum made oh Oh yeah so you have the little it's right at the top in fairness that's crazy it's like a banjo string but your tongue yeah I wanted my parents to be able to listen to this and now they can't no we're talking about the we're talking about the banjo. Oh yeah, yeah like an actual banjo. That your father plays. They are fathers. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how even my dad actually played the banjo, which is hilarious. Oh, anyway, oh, sorry, so you're back mom. in the room. So <laughs> Jimmy's broke. Not with me. How sick. Okay, anyway. tattoo. So that's sick. that's one, two, three. Wild. Okay. Yes. Then we have. Where are we going now? Oh, this is the one I got next. Yeah. So this is on my. Oh, back I, there. Okay, this is on her back. So this is like a oh, Celtic yes. kind of circle. Very Adrian. What's her friends. name? Adriana from the hills. She had a big yes. uh, neck piece she that I always looked the at. Rose. Yeah, it was I like a it. rose with a snake or something like that. So on the nape of your neck. This is the Tibetan symbol for the untangled knot of karma that oh. an eighteen-year-old Ruthie Ruby, Ruby got. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So I love that one. Um, and then I have my favorite of yours is the one on your arm. Yeah, yeah. I love the placement of that, and it says like. So um, this is so funny. So we were in Atlantic City on July fourth. Okay, living our best lives in New Jersey, like sick. One of my friends, Nessa, was getting changed into her bikini, and she has this exact tattoo <laughs> like here. Oh really? And I was just like, I think it was like she was tanned, like yeah. she she just looked so beautiful, and I was like what does that mean? And she's going to kill me because I keep getting the definition wrong. It means... It, oh, it means believe in your fate. Okay. Trust your fate. Because amour means love. So it Yeah, it's mean, like trust your yeah. fate. So it's like amour fatty. fatty. It's Latin. For I it. thought it was like love and fat. Love and hug. Live, laugh, lug. Live, I thought it was just like 
love big or something no it means trust your fate so when she told me that i was like that's very actually apt so i went Mm -hmm. down to the 50 dollar tattoo place in atlantic city and got it done it's it's really nice it's really nice scrawly kind of yeah um, so then i have this one which says muse oh that's gorgeous that's very cool um and then i have oh this one now i got this in the height of my homesickness in new york i've never seen this so this says mom and dad and when i rest my arm it like touches my heart oh and it's in my own handwriting Oh, that's really really nice and then the this snake. is the whopper so the this, snake I love it I've wanted a snake for so damn long and your one is so this is so nice. this so is inspired by Zoe Kravitz because she lived because she lived in my block in Williamsburg yeah I used to see her yeah a few times a few times I'm, my friend Taya this was one of the coolest things it was when she was when Zoe Kravitz was going out with what's that guy's name the guy before her husband now this really fucking cool guy I don't twin shadow and oh. Taya was doing a uh, she's a designer fashion designer she went to fashion design college and she had a rail of clothes and she was pushing them across the street yeah. and Zoe Kravitz walked past and was like fucking sick clothes man and she was like she's the biggest stoner so what was world. she like when you saw her um, I pa- like I packed past her and her husband and they just used to hang out in the Mexican we used to go to but at like very off peak times yeah. so like I'd be coming home from work at like 2am on a Tuesday night and she would like sitting out there like um, so cool smoking yeah. the ganja smoking the ganja and oh, she has time. that so basically snake, it's ins- she? she has a snake similar and yeah, when I was leaving fear. New York I was like I need to get something to symbolise this year I'm highly highly afraid of butterflies and I really <laughs> yeah, I've seen on your like, they, so I'm petrified it's my yeah. irrational yeah, a fear a lot of people are really scared of them well thank god because some my friends yeah. are like what are you anyway so I wanted to get something that like you know symbolised you know birth of a new life uh-huh. like shedding the skin sked- shedding the skin and it was like butterfly or snake snake and I was like snake I, I literally can't get snake a butterfly cooler, yeah. I'm just not there butterfly tattoo I don't know babe. they yeah. can look cool they, they can, can look cool as well. they can that's, look cool but anyway cool. so this is this is the snake and then under it I still need to get um, another latin phrase I'm very Lindsay relaxed maybe I'll do that yeah. we need to have a tat night okay. I need mine a few tats off drinks. Lindsay to be honest um, and the phrase is insipit vita nova which means and thus a new life begins oh that's so I was like you know what that's perfect to definitely here I am Zoe Crabbe Tats are big and she is oh, just the way they're stunning. casually dotted she has, in a, she has like, a gorgeous feather I love her feather it's like oh, there it's so she's stunning so and I think females with arm tattoos is just sexy especially it when is. it's kind of on the bicep like yeah. that it's really mm. like it's just yeah, very I know what daring you like. yeah. and cool yeah, it's to really do nice because like so many women who come to me for tattoos always will want like a rib tattoo or a hidden, hidden. kind of moment inside my nostril yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like oh I don't really they're want... like something just tiny they want it I just secret. want something tiny yeah. it's like why? I don't mind the tiny I just I'm like women should be a bit more like it's cool no it's the whole, yeah, it's you're not like, mass, thing, like I want to hide you know, it you yeah. yourself or you're whatever the fuck you're getting a dildo is. attached to your elbow yeah um, so that's been fab Ruth we're going to move on to X-Gals now I yeah we're going to talk X-Gals but before we go I want to ask you to leave it off okay. and to give the gals just a little bit of something to feed off so what would be your three tips if you're moving three things yes. to arm yourself as the scorpion queen that you are yeah. what really helped you okay first of all logistically you need money you're yes. gonna have to like take mm-hmm. out a loan save up your bobs that's the most obvious one work for a year and save everything yeah save 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 don't be stupid and go over with no money because you'll just end up having crap time um my second piece of advice and how much money are we talking like is it seriously About eight grand. oh it's yeah like i took out a loan for six grand and then 
I obviously got help from my parents as well, yeah. but mm-hmm. like you do, you do, you do need you need a buffer. You do. You probably you won't do. work for three months as well. And, but like guys, mm. n- like you can do that though. Mm. Like you can save money. Like yeah. it's it's not. Yeah. Do you know so people are like, I'm not going to do because like, I don't have any money. It's yeah. like save your money. Then. Well, you need the support as well. You, you do, do need, need support. support. I, like I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do it without support. Now yeah. I will say, yeah. But um, you know, people do do it, and you but can, they do it. You can work, and people I, do it without support. Yeah. Which is, I've known people who did it without support, and I know people who literally just moved, lived at home. Yeah, like the, so that was their support, I guess. Of and worked in like a hotel for a year and saved yeah. every fucking. Penny and also, and if it. you are doing it without support, go over there and get a bar job day one. Yeah. you can make so much money in a bar. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. The second piece of advice would be. Just trust your gut. If you if you're already at the stage where you're thinking about moving away, that's a huge thing that people, most people don't realize in their life, mm-hmm. and it's very empowering. And I think it's very important to like run with it. Like, don't suppress that part of yourself. If you want to go, go. Yeah. The third thing I would say is, I actually don't know. Could you narrow that third what one down a bit? What about the third one? You're there. How do you make friends? It's some tips oh, yeah. on socializing. Hmm. that's a big just question just mm-hmm. leave all your qualms behind just let it all go it doesn't matter if you, you like if you feel like a bit of a loner at the start like just push yourself everybody like everybody wants to be friends it's like nobody wants to be a loner so it's just about like finding what works and you know making the effort with people going up to talking to people mm-hmm. and that in turn will help you build up your confidence I think making friends like you're a kid like I watch Luna and I watch Rilo mm-hmm. the way that they make friends like I had a little play date with Luna last yesterday and you know they're like we're best friends let's hold hands let's like they were so, <laughs> yeah. just so like out straight yeah. kind of thing you yeah. have to be kind of and you have to do that that's nerd. the same way I make friends now yeah like you know I'll you know even with me and you I think we were writing <laughs> we were and boys, I was like yeah. do you want to actually be real friends <laughs> you know you have to be like the inner you child do. but you'll be surprised at how people will react to vulnerability because it's so rare now I yes. think yeah. that if you do show actual genuine vulnerability yeah. to someone like people are usually like I think we're so concerned now yeah. at like coming across cool and like yeah Mm. like I mean totally and then if you're just like do you want to actually be well friends most people are like yeah okay or you (laughs) feel like there has to be this like unspoken thing around relationships like we have it with relationships with men where like we can be seeing them for so many months and we don't even know where we stand totally sometimes you can be hanging out with a girl for ages and being like are we friends or is she gonna drop my ass yeah Yeah. so So you have to like get the actual words out there being like are we like really good friends now do you think would say or sometimes just testing it would you like to book a holiday Maybe. <laughs> remember when you're just maybe like in your early 20s and you'd be like you'd have that drunken conversation when you when you just meet this like new <laughs> creative person you're like wait are we best friends yeah. I love those when you're, you're like, oh, I'm like, like, like I'm I really really like you. you like I yeah. just have to say that I think we like really get on really well we yeah. bond we have the same kind of lives yeah. I really like when you come yeah. over to my house so <laughs> like my mum and dad like you yeah. <laughs> my mum and dad asks about you yeah. So, um, so, yeah. so guys if you want to hear part two all about Ruthie Ruby's sex life um, yeah. on her recent so plug your blog first of all um, okay so at Ruthie Ruby love for you to follow my sharing my life and my journey yes um, and link in bio for the blog I'm link in bio yeah, for the is. blog I actually love that I'm writing more blogs now I'm yeah. people, loving people that. are bring loving back them blogging 2020 bring back blogging 100% oh my god ama- reading I'm people's thoughts is beautiful okay I, and I love re- reading so what you should guys should go do is read her blog and then sign up for X-Gals and listen to her there you yeah. go actually that's a perfect freaky naughty freaky naughty on the X-Gals so thanks so much for coming on thanks for having me guys you are true it girls yes bye girls bye 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.